Welcome back to Bulletproof Mindset, Scotland's number one health, fitness and entertainment podcast. So in today's episode, we cover off a wide range of topics actually, from hit workouts to, sadly, someone passed away from squatting too heavy, and that was an interesting debate that we actually had, and maybe a little bit controversial, but if you want to learn how to properly squat, tune into that part, because there is a few things that went wrong, and sadly led to this individual passing away. We then go into... Um, a couple of questions that we had prepped for each other that we didn't know about. So James asked me if I would ever train someone for a powerlifting competition and would I ever train someone for a bodybuilding competition. So tune into that part of the episode to find out what our responses are. Some really good advice here. If you're a personal trainer and you're you're maybe a bit nervous about taking on a client that you don't have too much experience in, I think you'll be surprised at an answer with this. And then the last question we covered off was the whole how to train through a plateau or how to train through when you're feeling fatigued with your workouts. So we've got some fantastic advice in this episode as always and we have some and we had a lot of laughs recording some parts throughout this episode so I'm sure you will enjoy that from an entertainment perspective. Now if you have been listening to us before and you haven't already one of the ways you can support the show is by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and leaving a little comment. If you've got an iPhone this is completely free to do just search Bulletproof Mindset even if you're a listener on Spotify. And if you have Spotify, then make sure you leave us five stars as well or consider leaving it at the very least. And head over to YouTube, make sure you're following us on there. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel and leave a comment. What are some questions that you would like us to cover off in a future episode? And of course, before we get into today's episode, we are personal trainers. We have space for you guys to work with us on a one-to-one basis. This can be either online or in person. So check the consultation forms out below. And if you want a free lower back program check the description below for that and with that being said enjoy today's episode well done mate still my specs in because uh, huh? <laughs> everyone keeps slagging me <laughs> you know you need to get your contacts in for this i know no i've got, I've got a new pair coming so i run i don't it. think you're spe- do you i remember high school for me specky was like the go-to ah, specky gay and fat boy they were like the the common um did you did you take it to heart when you're younger? When you're younger, aye. Did you? Was it? Aye, aye, aye. I remember. One day I'm not going to be specky. <coughs> I remember when I was like 16, walking across the road, man. There was a V primary school folk. He went, "Look at that specky boy." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is actually hang?" Scotland, man. Aye, aye. But no, who gives a fuck, innit? It's actually that. In fact, people actually started wearing specks when they were on the specky. I know. It's, it's almost like, like a you actually got bullied for that shit. I know. I know. But I seen that comment. <laughs> Do you want to turn the specs? To <laughs> that was a good comment. That was a good fair. comment. I, was like, I enjoyed that. That was, that was quite good. Uh, so I, I take that one to heart then. Oh, mate, my heart. <laughs> no, back in the day, but I was like, you know, I was, I had my wee soul. I think things I was insecure about. Like, my forehead. Your forehead. My forehead. So insecure about it, mate. I remember no bullying a bird, but I remember there was a girl. In no, you're bullying a bird. Let's, no, let's, let's, like, let's, let's. She had a massive head, and we were like. Oh, there's forehead such and Mega such. Mega <laughs> Like every, everything. I think it builds character though. See, the thing is, I don't even know why I was worried because I didn't actually have a massive forehead. I was just super, like, see that thing where, like, you look at somebody else and you go, what are you talking about? That's what I look at my whole self and go. No, I just was always known to have a big forehead, but I actually grew into my head. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I grew into it. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, my forehead's getting smaller because the rest of my face got bigger. And my f- my hairline's just like so. I always thought like, oh no, I'm going to lose my hair. 
but it, it turns out I just had a big forehead. Right. So my dad didn't lose his hair, but he had a big forehead. Do, how do you think your hairline is? Perfect. So it's normally the big in, insecurity no, we guys, isn't per, it? No, he's perfect. What's I, that? No, lost any. It was quite far back, though. It goes far, because <laughs> I've got, 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 got a big forehead. No, I do. You've even got a wee tan line for your sunbeds. Ah, I know. <laughs> but that's the thing, like, so I don't have a receding hairline. People think I do. But I'm like, no, no, this is just how it's been forever. <laughs> and then it's no changed, which is a good thing. No, got a fringe, it's just a backward scomb. <laughs> but fringe. that's why I kind of get a different haircut. Because mm. I was just show my forehead off. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want that. How funny was it? So we we were, for the guys listening, we were looking back at old podcast episodes. And Mate. we've had some haircuts just in the short space of 92 episodes. <laughs> uh, but the, the buzz cut one that I had, I was like, the fucking I, I'm never doing that again. No, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm doing the mullet. I know, no, I think I, I, I do, don't, like I don't it. know, I don't know, I don't know. I, think I like it. I took a video the other day. I was doing overhead press and I had my hat off. It's it, obviously when when it's fully finished. I need to grow into it. Aye. It's at the creepy stage, like that guy looks smelly type of thing. So when I like when I went blonde and you get it cut, that's what that looks like. <laughs> like I would go <laughs> He's blonde. Not washing, I would go blonde if I could go blonde all the time. It's expensive though. No, but you need to get it cut, like because I, I get a skin fade. So if I get my, as soon as I get my skin fade, the sides are brown. Do you know what I mean? And you're like, it looks stupid. Mm. And then it, it doesn't look stupid straight away, but after a few cuts, it's like you're starting to look half blonde, half brown. It uh, looks fucking idiotic. Was um, have you thought about like any different hair colours? Is this it? Then? No, this is it. That's it. But tattoos definitely. Tattoos. Aye, aye. I never thought you'd be a tattoo guy. No, do you, like see, you know, we Kyle, he's got the wee strength symbol. Mm-hmm. So that's strength and power. So I'm going to get that. We get it there. On the neck. Yeah. Same as Kyle. I don't know. I don't think he's got. Is he going to his neck? I thought he had it there. Was, oh no, he's got like KR on his. Ah, yeah, yeah. No, I would get it there. You get a neck tattoo. I just have you one. First one. Just have you one. First tattoo is going to be a neck just tattoo. Just have you one. That's quite. But it's got. Brave. It's it's strength and power. That's what it means. I think that's, I think that's a value. I think that's a good thing to remember. Looking at my angle. <laughs> strength and power. <laughs> Feeling shit the day he's up. That strength and power. Ah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to get a Hakuna Matata there as well. Hakuna Matata. But I'm going to get it facing up. No, right now. But I will get it. What do you mean, like, along the way? Yeah, yeah, along the way. But it faces me and no everybody else. So I'm just going to that, bang. You're going to be like, the, have you heard, like, Takashi 6 ix stories? Pa- like, he's like, uh, I came up with the name 6 9 so... Such, <laughs> such bullshit, right? Because he talks about drugs. Shagging birds. Shagging women. Uh, treating them like shit. <laughs> and just, he's just a fucking weird guy. But he's like, no, 6 9 And I heard this interview and he's like... I, I like the name six nine because no matter which way you look at it, the perspective's different from I know. In your, the way I, that you look I, at I it. did see him say that. He said that in a uh, podcast. Didn't I, he? I was like, shut up! Uh, You're in jail <laughs> for fucking <laughs> gangs and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> that's gonna be you. Can I make it? Can I make it? I know. So I thought about that one for a while. So like, uh, that's one. That's I'll probably the first one you should start with. No, that's one I will start with. Obviously, a neck tattoo is quite brave, man. I know, but I don't know. I think it suits us. So it's the guy with no tattoos. Aye, aye, no, no, no. But I think it's just like, it's like, where I'm a bit. Me, Daniel had that in, in Gym 24. He's not no the strength, but he had neck tattoos. Ah, yeah. Just, uh, not a wee one, not a big like one that strikes out. You just a wee one. Just behind the ear? Nah, like here. In the neck? Yeah, in the neck. Would you get like sleeves and stuff? I'd get a full leg sleeve. I wouldn't get an arm sleeve. I don't like arm sleeves. Why a leg sleeve? What? Why a leg sleeve? I don't know. I think it looks better on the leg. So? I think you can cover it up as well if you really needed to. I think when you're on holiday, you've got. Oh, aye. What about the fucking neck tattoo you have? No, 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 but. <laughs> strength see, and power, strength and power. What I find with arm tattoos is like. I don't know. I just don't like them. That's the same. I don't think they age well. 
tattoos in general? No, no, like arm tattoos. Oh, interesting. Do you know I want I mean? an arm. I want a half sleeve. I ain't got half sleeve. Aye, aye. On my forearm. What would you get? I have no idea. That's oh, why come never, on. I, that's why I've never you know, done I thought it. about it, no? I like, I like the whole Greek mythology stuff, but I feel like it has been done, man. I feel like everybody's doing that. Uh, but you need to get something that's actually It you. means a lot to me. Aye, aye, aye. Something that has... Uh, there's, uh, um, there's a stoicism. Stoicism? There's a book about Stoic. Um, morals and integrity. I can't remember the, the, the Greek god or the Greek mythology behind it, but I'd probably go down that route. But I don't know too much about it. I think I need to read into it. But it would be along those lines of like integrity, moral, like stand up. Like see this this chain here. I forget the name now. Is it? I always pronounce it wrong. But it's the symbol of see the guy where he stands, with his hands out and stands with his arms by the side. It's vin- vindictive. Oh, so it's got nothing I to do with. Thought, I thought you were going to say Jesus <laughs> in the cross. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. That's like <laughs> ironically. They do know who that is. <laughs> ironically, I'm no uh, religious, but. Uh, I'll talk about this in a wee sec, but that there, uh, it's nothing to do with Greek, Greek mythology, but it's Italian, um, but it means like the perfect man that was drawn like similar balance. And I thought, ah, oh, it's quite good because obviously really like I'm into bodybuilding as much as I don't do it anymore. It's what drove me to where I am just now, like chasing like my arms being in proportion to my shoulders, my chest and my legs and all that sort of stuff. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So maybe something along those lines. But uh, so speaking when I was saying about what was I just saying? Religion. I, religion there. The, I was listening to a podcast and, and the guy has changed these views. Like he was complete atheist. I, he was a complete atheist and was like very hard on that stance. And now, I don't know if it's, it's not because he's had kids, but he's, like, he's moving into his 40s now and he's found religion. He's talking about his whole process with that and um, the, the kind of community aspect that I spoke about before. In that environment and what that does to, to like hold good values and in himself as a man and for his family and all that sort of stuff. Do you think you'll ever change your opinion? Because I never think I would change my opinion that. But then I hear a guy that I, re- I in a way looked up to and kind of res- respect. No, that I don't respect him anymore. By the way, who but, is it? Um, it's Aldo Stefano and, and Mike oh, aye, 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 aye. They, um, they went right into from, it. I came from a Catholic background. Obviously, there, like I think he's from Sicily. Aye. So that's quite. a a religious part of the world, Italy is in general. Aye, they're big on it. And um, he was moved, immigrated to America. It was so hard on his stance. I've listened to like 2,000 episodes of, of this guy's life. I almost feel like a norm in a way, like hour and a half and all that sort of stuff. And then on recent podcasts, I forget that he's, he's made the transition to that. Uh, he's not just done it, he's done it like... I know, I, I mind they made, they made a, a podcast on how spirituality... And I thought to myself, I was like, I wonder what sort of views, maybe even though just being religious, but just in general... Cause no, I think your views view. will definitely change, especially when you have... I think if you have kids, I think... It, you see people all the time, they go for like being party animals to being like just in the home, work. You're like, you're like, and just takes pictures with the veins, you know what I mean? You're like, that's <laughs> not them, but then it is them, it fully is them. So I, I don't know, I think I would get into something, to be fair. I think, you'll, I think you'll find something that gives you a little bit more purpose yeah. than I think just your work. will change. Do you know what I mean? What? I think politics would change. Because right now I don't give a fuck about politics. I, ah, I, hard, yeah, I yeah. find it hard to. But then, in a way, I don't care about future generations as much just now. Nah. But I feel you would care more when you I have mean, kids. Because you're, you're like, they're, go- they're going to be growing up and you need to protect them. Mm. You, don't need, you don't need to protect yourself as much. Mm. You're just living. You're just like, oh, fuck it. Aye, aye. <laughs> you're just like, fuck it, man. Yeah. I hate politics, man. 
No, I don't think I'd be religious like any any of the religions that are going about the day. Become a Jedi. <laughs> Mine, man. I'm make up. <laughs> no, because I think when you look at the ones I know, I don't really, I believe some of the stuff and I don't believe all the stuff. But I, I don't think you can go into religion and not believe it all as well. Ah, you don't need to say But yeah. I know people quite recently who have came away from it, who used to be right in it. Mm. And it's because it's a lot of it, it's old, 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 old views. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think it's, that's definitely a trend here in Scotland. Aye. Like, where like we're all coming away from it. Because it's mad that when you think about it. What school did you go to? Bills Academy. So you went to a non-dom- school? A non-dominational school, um, And no too far from your school, there would be a Catholic school. What was it Holy? Is it Holy Cross? No, no, we were Cardinal Human. I've never even heard of that. Have you not? No. You drive past it, go on, see past the, the Bills oh, McDonald's, yeah, and then know, the yeah. school on the left. Yeah. So it's crazy that you've got like one school, Catholic school, one school, Catholic school, and that's just like where Scotland just now. But it's funny because you obviously know friends with those people growing up and then as you get into your teenage years and you start drinking that, you bump into these guys and nights out. A lot of my good friends went to a Catholic school and not one of them are religious. I know. It's weird, and isn't they, it? They've moved away from it. And, and do you know, do you know, I think that's a weird thing, though? Like, obviously, you're segregated as kids and then you're pals them no matter what anyway, mm. once you got older. So as soon as you got into a workplace, you don't go, oh, you're a Catholic, fuck you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or you're a prodi, fuck you. We, we work in the same work. Oh, you're a sound. Oh, we'll be pals. It's an old school. I, mean? I think there must have been a, an old school mindset of that, though. Oh, aye, aye. I think back in the day, like the, the, the genders didn't like each other the same. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? My my uncle married, um, well, married my auntie, and she they had a Catholic wedding, that sort of stuff. And my uncle tells me that he was, they were kind of tiptoeing around the subject because it wasn't that my, I think my gran was the first of her generation <laughs> that had my dad and, and my uncle, and they came, it was a big Catholic family, and, and she was like, look. I want my boys to decide what they want to do. I'm not want to force them into a religion. And my dad grew up like doing his own thing. My my uncle grew up Catholic. I was like, that must have been. I think it's for more for our grandparents' generation, like before that. Ah, yeah, you're like big on it. I think like you got to look at it like, like that was the young teams of the day. <laughs> but a lot of values are being dis- disregarded these days. Mm. People are like fuck values. Like they're just I can do what I want. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the good things that does come for the religions. People have stuff of values and respect for themselves. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like genuinely, I'm being serious. Like, there's a lot of respect is lost for a lot of men and a lot of women. They're like, I can do what I want, blah blah blah. But then they're, for, they're forgetting the the consequences ten, twenty years down the line, and uh, they're like, how can how can I not be a normal member of society? Because like you've made decisions that are going to change your life forever. You're talking about only fancy. No, I'm not just talking. Not just talking about that though. There's many things that come into it. Do you know what I mean? Like taking drugs. Like it's like a, it's a bigger thing than just taking drugs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm known for that forever now. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying it's a pure bad thing. It's not your identity. It's not my identity, but going to that thing, like go, going down that route, you're never going to be the same as you ever would. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it's not just like, it's not just OnlyFans. There's so many p- pathways to take where people are disrespecting their health more than they ever have. Aye. Do you know what I mean? That's the biggest challenge, I would say. That is. But see if it's not done in, re- it's not taught in religion, where's it taught? Because that's, when you think about it, the, the onus is on the parents then at that point, isn't it? Aye. I've just, I've just, I'm like twenty pages away from finishing rich dad, poor dad, and obviously it's like schools don't teach you about money. Schools don't teach you about health either. Mm. So you've got health and money, which is probably the biggest things you need. Yeah. You need money to live, and you need your health to be happy, right? And you don't teach you about that in schools. And in mo- most households, don't teach you about that either. But see, when you think about it, I, f- I always think back to this. Like, that is an argument. It's like schools don't really set you up right for for life. Seen reality, would you have listened in the first place? No, because I, 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 but I don't know if that's just 
it's naive to think that, but you're right. There definitely should be some sort of like I think math classes should be done about taxes, like ah, how, how aye, dividends aye. work. How but then um, there'll be too many educated people, won't there? I've heard that argument before. Do you think that's the reason? I just I don't know. I I, I, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. I have no idea. Taxes are probably too complicated for that many people to learn, for that <laughs> so, many people to teach. Aye, even the teacher's like, man, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't understand. See, one of the things I would say about like respect and morals is like I, I think a big thing they used to do back in the days is you, everybody had to sit at the dinner table. Mm. So everybody had to be that community. So everybody had to talk to each other, everybody had to get away for their phones. Now that's, when I say respect, I'm not just saying that. It's like respect for other people. Mm. People don't have respect for other people the same. You see it in commercial gyms, people don't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? People do not give a fuck and that didn't used to be like that back in the day. If somebody done that, be like, fucking get him out. It's the mind of the consumer though. Do you know what I mean? Get aye, a high. Aye. But the, the mind of like the consumer is fucked for everybody. Aye. And like a big thing back in the day was everybody used to sit around about the table. Mum would make a dinner. We'd all sit down. We'd all like sit together. We'd all have to have conversation with each other. And no matter if you hated that, I reckon that's a really good trait to take into everything else in life. Did you used to do that as a family? Nah, but my family were pretty mental. But I know a lot of families did. We used to sit at the dinner table on a Sunday. My mum and dad split up, so it wasn't at my mum's, it was my dad's. I think because I've seen him less. Mm-hmm. Tuesday night, it wasn't really, it was just me and Louise got dinner whenever. And then it, I'm, I'm sure a Sunday, though, like, like it was coming back into my memory that a Sunday we'd always have dinner together. Aye, aye. I was like, this is shite, man, I don't want to do this. But you don't realise that when you're a wee guy, you just want to play Xbox. And then, <laughs> But then you grow up, you're like, I wish I would sit and have I wish I had listened a wee bit. And aye, aye. Kind of connected you. But so when I moved to my dad's, like, if we had dinner together, we'd all sit down with no phones at the table. Mm. And then when I used to take my wee nieces out, I would go, right, no phones. I would have my phone, you wouldn't have your, your phone. We'll have an emergency. And I says, we'll talk to each other. But that's, lo- that's getting lost and lost and lost. Yeah. The kids will be sitting in the back of the motor on their phones. You'll be sitting listening to music and you're like, it's just no the same, is nah, it? No, no, no. I need to scale back on the phone side of things, especially before bed. You know? Ah, yeah. So I've been reading before bed, like every night. I've been sticking to it. Yeah. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not sleeping very well now, anyway. But that's <laughs> a good topic to talk to speak on. Like, like how, how's your stress levels, and would you say? Stress is all right. I'm, I do think I'm pretty good with managing stress levels. It just, it's, it's, has its outbursts as it, as you would expect. Aye. I don't let it. I say I don't let it get to me. I, I think I just need, I accept it, but then I dwell at the same time. Yeah. So as much as I know, for example, drove down to London yesterday, the worst fucking uh, deal with money and th- stuff like that. And that was all that was on my mind. Now, all, I knew that regardless of what happens, I just need to wake up the day. Step forward and get shit done. You and still I, need to get shit done, absolutely. I, I still need to do it, but then there's this, there's so much wasted time of, can't be bored, and then I find myself going to my phone. Aye, I've, aye. I've stopped that. I've I've cut that out anyway. Aye. But when I'm when I'm stressed, like self sabotage. Oh, I've really When it comes to food, is nuts, man. Aye. It's crazy. I mean, you were saying I, yesterday. I, I always knew it, but the more and more I think about it, I'm like, this is this is mad, and I'm not. I know I'm not alone. I know. Most people. That's why I wanted to I talk about it. I don't think there's any person that doesn't deal with it, deal in this way. Mm-hmm. And there'll be, how you self-sabotage will be different from, from person to person. For me, I definitely use food. I absolutely use food. So I took a meal prep with me. About 14 hours, 15 hours of driving yesterday. I took my two meals, the protein pouches and a baby bell. 
one thing I knew, because I was going to be driving, I drove from, it was about midnight, and it was at 10 o'clock Sunday night, and I was saying, right, I'm, I think I'm going to go down. And I was like, no, fuck it, I'm going to go down. And I said to John, I, was, I tried to go to sleep, but my mind, I go, think go, I dozed go, go. away for 15 minutes, but then I woke up, and then I was thinking, and I looked at my phone to see if he had texted and all this sort of stuff, and it just kept me up, and I was like, no, fuck it. I need to just lean into it. And this is a great strategy. I never really agreed with this before, but it absolutely is. When you can't get to sleep, you may as well get up and do something, right? So whether you get up and read, um, when they reckon, I would try and avoid doing the kind of entertainment things that's going to keep you up. More. So <laughs> Don't go I know, watch telly. If I watch TV or if I get up and play games, no. for example, no, no, no. I'm going to be awake a wee bit longer. Yeah. But it has worked for me in the past, right? I'll say that. But getting up and doing something. So I say to myself, you know what? I may as well just get up. I'm going to be tired later in the day anyway. And I said to John, I was like, can you drop me off at the gym? Because Brian was going to be driving down with us. And I got a workout in because I sat and done nothing. Not that I'd done nothing all day. I just was doing uh, bits and bobs for, um, was doing the edit side of things, playing the podcast up and all that sort of stuff, check-ins. So I, got, I came up here at like 11 at night and I was like, oh, I'm going to have a workout. And I had a workout and I was like, right, these are the behaviours I need to lean into more. I need to do more of this shit when I know shit's going, going to the fan. So there I was stressed. And then instantly, that workout, I'm like, I actually feel better. I feel good now. Aye. And... And, and it's that weird thing that you know what's the right thing to do for you. Yeah. I think many people know if they get out of walk when they feel stressed, they feel, they feel better. better. But it's that, how hard it is to go, fuck it, I'm going to do that. Aye. And over the years, I've got better at that because that was an easy decision for me making Sunday. But I know a lot of people are like, nah, fuck it. Oh, but here's, here, oh sorry. No, no, you go, you go. I was going to say, here's where, it, where, I, where I fucked up. I know I need to get better discipline with. It's my food. Because I can very easily self sabotage, self sabotage myself with food. Yeah. So driving down and you're when you're tired, you're so more vulnerable to give in to all these cravings, fucking mate. cravings. I did the meal sitting. No, in my even bag. vulnerable, mate. It's just the cravings kick in Aye. way harder. But you are, you're seeking that. You're seeking that. We done. Mm-hmm. You like need a good feeling because you're not feeling good. Aye, because we're swapping over the driving. And I'm like, I get in the car and he's like, I was like, do you want me to start driving? He's like, Nah, I'll drive. And I was like, Right, cool. You know what Brian's like? Brian loves a, a good wee chat chat, but I knew even he was like. And like, let's just need to focus on this. Is it? Yeah, and I was just like, I'm gonna get a wee bit of your sleep so I can take over at the next point. Um, so I got, I was like, doing that fucking weed. I fucking hate that, that man. That. It was, it's no sleeping. No, you're is it fuck? You're, that's you're how aware. Be, that's how I've been <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> so I, I feel free because you're aware of everything, and you think you're sleeping, but you're not really sleeping. You feel your mouth sort of like that. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm not really sleeping. Back, I have the arse closing my mouth. Um, so then we swapped over at the services, and I was like, I'm getting my Greg's. And I got, I got her own baking. It wasn't as fucking end no, of the world. It's, it's not. It's not. And, it's not. Um, but yeah, definitely feel shit. Yeah. So the, wasn't it? It wasn't the rolling baking. The next services, <laughs> rolling baking again, right? Then the next services and the way back up the McDonald's breakfast. And the, the McDonald's choices. There's nothing worse. I don't. I think no, McDonald's right. breakfast makes you feel the worst. It's not that they. F- I didn't even feel worse from food. You just feel. I don't know. You're guilty. sitting down. I, not even guilty. You're just sluggish. You just feel sluggish. Yeah. I can feel it gone to my waistline that's not what it's about but I can, I can like I feel this like yucky bloaty feeling it's not that I'm ill that but at the end of the day man my digestion's fucked and I know that's played a part in it how oh I'm feeling I just now lack of sleep stress everything shitey it's food mixed up so but I, I I think stress that we all get stressed and how you cope with it you just need to recognise it I could beat myself up for what I done food wise yesterday and what I done yesterday with training and at the end of the day, it's happened. And, and I know I'm good at just moving forward from it, but it's definitely a dwell on it a couple of days. Absolutely. Which is, it's just something you need to keep working towards. Aye. Because I think a lot of people, 
go through the same things and quit. I, well, that that's a quitting point for a lot of people. I exactly. Think. That's why I wanted to speak about it because usually, mate, see how I was feeling the last few weeks, I would quit. Yeah. I would. I'd go, I need a few days off and I'm going to take a few days off, but like a structured few yeah. days off like normal people do. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely would have quit. I would have stopped training. I would have stopped eating. I'd have ate shite. I mean, I had a few heroes in a KFC on Saturday. But that was my peak. You know what I mean? Apart from that, I've been eating clean, Aye. training, working. I've no stopped training. But my sleep has been absolutely horrendous. And I've nothing to be... See, at this point, I've nothing to be stressed about. I picked up two new clients yesterday. Good. Been on the ball. Everything's gone well. But I'm like, I need a break. But it's not even that I need a break. I've looked at it and went this time. I went... I need to change something. Do you know what I mean? So instead of going, I need a break, it's like, no, no, your your body's telling you, you need to do something different next time. There's always a quote out there, I don't know if you've heard this, if you need a break or you need more, you need, it wasn't a motivation, can't remember the word the guy used to get up and go. Or if you're not burnout, that's what it goes. If you feel you're burnt out, you need to change something and mm-hmm. do something you're excited about. Because you're right, like, see when we, like, ah, I'd be pumped about, 80 hours a week into this when I was building it because mm-hmm. it was exciting Yeah, and you get moments where it's a wee bit stale and that's when you you hit that burnout so aye, aye. You, uh, you, need to just, you need to get excited about something for sure so I'm fully excited about it mm-hmm. I just can't sleep and I know what happened before and I know why it is I'm just struggling to get myself back but I was speaking to somebody yesterday and they're like if you're saying you've got ADHD I was like, they was like you need to do this and they showed me and I was like Right, I was like, that looks like it's taking me well. And they're like, I'll take you a full day if you want to do it right. I was like, right, cool. So I messaged all my clients, I said, MD and Thursday, can you move? And they're all moving. So Thursday, I'm going to sit and I'm going to plan every single part in my days with for the goals that I want. As in the following week? Every week. So it was like, plan your Wait, day. So you're going to do this every Thursday? So I'm going to do it, every, so I'm going to do it this Thursday. But that Sunday is the day where I'll plan out everything. So they were like, you you need to tell yourself, how do you actually want your week to look? I was like, right. And they're like, but you say this to clients, then you? I'm like, aye. But like, you need to date on like a level where you need to pinpoint everything. They showed me and they're like, they've got every single part of their day, like all the wee things. And I was like, that looks amazing. But like, I'm like, but that's stressing me out looking at that. Thinking, they're like, I, you need a wee while to do it. I was like, right, cool, I'll do that. And I says, I'll plan out everything. And that means that I know for a fact what I'm going to achieve. And they say, all you need to do then is to be disciplined. And I was like, I've been disciplined. Everything I said I was going to do, I'm doing. Do you know what I mean? I was like, but now I just need to dial it in. Mm. And then the stress won't be there the same. Because guilt is a big thing. Like, say you went away and you've ate that food. Ah, you might not feel too guilty about it. Somebody else will, though. Aye, guilt. There's no point feeling guilty about anything. Because no. it's happened. No. You can't change it. No. Unless you killed somebody. That's ah, a fair point to be guilty. There's a wee bit of remorse. Nah, if you cheated there. on Sunday, ah, there's guilt that's going to be there, but <laughs> at the end of the day, like, most if you're feeling guilty about food, and it, I'd always say this, like, the only way you can fuck up is by giving up. Right? Yeah. And that, that sits with me and in my mind all the time. It's like, you know what, it might not be, like, at the start of the year. Yeah, I'm a wee bit conscious that I'm turning 30 in September, and I always say, by 30, I want to be doing X. Mm-hmm. And then... I was thinking about this the other day. Remember a year ago I went in this protege course? Yeah. So we all wrote in letters with what we wanted to achieve in that year. And I know that letter's going to come out to me. Mm-hmm. And I said something like a financial number that I wanted to hit. And remember, this is at the point before even getting this studio. So I'm right. just a PT at that point, And I'm like, I'm going to grow a property portfolio or this sort of stuff. Aye. But I wrote in that. And I was like, 
what's one thing, like, forget money inside, what's one thing I want to do? And I was like, a year from now, I, w- I want to be running a successful podcast. And I remember writing that Did you in there. That, I eh? wrote that in there. And see when that letter comes out, it'll come out in August at some point. You were like, I won. And I was like, you know what, I fucking, I done I it. You never go, like, you might write five different goals that you want to hit, but doesn't mean I'm not going to hit that number financially. I'm not going to grow a property portfolio. It's just right now, it's no, it's no, is is at the forefront of my mind because goals will change. I think when you look at, uh, if you look at the, the financial number, though, that's like somebody saying, I want to lose X, Y, and Z pounds. And what would you tell them? You go, right, I want you to lose weight, 100%. So, like, I but reverse I engineer it. Let's work on the habits that get you there. Exactly. And I've, and you and I've been working on those habits. Aye, aye, aye. Sure. That's, that's what I look at. I've got to add a number done as well and, uh, for 2026. I was like, I still think I'll hit that to this day. But then I look at it and go, I shouldn't have done it like that. And I know that now. I was like, there should be smaller term goals, like be consistent, Aye. build the habits, keep the habits. Do you know what I mean? But new yeah, habits. We, we done this at the New Year episode, and it's a great thing. Like, we'll probably bring it up again that one of the best things you can do is write a goal. There's nothing wrong with saying, I want to lose five stone, or I want to make 100k, a million Write that goal down, but then after that, write... Fa- write How are you going to get there? Write, break, down this t- break down 10 steps, 100 steps of what it needs, what you need to do to do that. So, right, you need to show up with your nutrition. You mm-hmm. need to do X, you need to do Y. And that list, you, there's your there's your framework of what you have to do every day. So, that's probably what you'll need to do with your... Oh, absolutely. That'll be, that'll be that's what I'll be doing Thursday. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll be sitting, I'll be noting everything down. Then I'll be putting it on a calendar, getting the calendar up. Right, what, what can I do? And then... Just need to say to myself, you need to be consistent. Aye. You need to be disciplined. You need to get this. And that's all I need to do. But the reason, like, talking about that is because I've put in my client shoes again. I was like, I can see why people skip the gym. You what? You put on? I was putting my client shoes. Right. I was like, I can see why people skip the gym. I can see why they skip the nutrition, yeah. feeling like this. But then I was like, the real no reason why I have no quit is because I know my why. Do you know what I mean? I know why I'm going to the gym, even though I'm feeling like this. I know why I'm consistently eating my food when I'm, when I'm feeling like this. And I know that I'm going to be all right Aye. because I know that a plan is going to get you to it, no matter how you feel. Mm. So that's what I said. I had a client in last night and he's like, I've not really done that well. I'm like, but you've no, un- you've no understood why you're doing this yet fully. I was like, you know why you don't, because you're like, I don't feel good. I'm like unhealthy, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, why does that unhealthiness, why does that not feeling good, act, how does it actually make you feel? How does it affect your future? And I, he was like, right. And I was like, no, but you need to ask yourself question upon question upon question and get down deep. I was like, because you, you admit that when you're in work, you're surrounded by all these foods. I was like, well, if you're having a bad day. Aye, what's going to happen, my Day foods are in, so you need to understand. It's okay recognising it though, but you, you need to... You need to then put barriers in place if you know if yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. you don't want to do that because it's easy for me to go fuck it. And, I, and me and Jillian used to joke about this at the time. Like we say, we used to say like, oh, imagine what life would look like if we didn't care about this and we just liked having <coughs> takeaways every night and all that sort of stuff. Now because we wouldn't be who we were. No. So when you're and this is a hard thing when you're making changes to your health and fitness, you do change who you are as a person because who you are as a person has probably led to you the unhealthy version of you and there's elements in there that you're probably not going to like that you end up facing and that's why you like personal training and coaching like you're there to help them with the with the nutrition and the, the movement and the workouts but that's why it ends up going in a wee bit deeper level and you're like fuck man I'm weird. I honestly think that you might need to go to therapy or something like that because <laughs> you need yeah, to yeah. answer some hard truths truth sometimes Yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean you, you can't you can't make a stab at it and you can't do a good job at it because you absolutely can't 
Uh, but aye, that's that's like a an, a hidden thing. So speaking of uh, client stories, you said something on one of the previous podcasts that my client said to me last week. It's all about like mums and dads generation and their fucking expectations of lifting weights which is it's way off man it's way <laughs> off and that's the target market we need to like get in and just rough a bit because for any i would maybe over the age of 45 50 any dad that's got a, a daughter and sees their daughter lifting always says the same thing oh no no you don't want to be lifting weights you don't want to be doing that shit you don't want to be getting no you don't want to be too bulky and you don't want to be doing all this and uh, one of my clients was telling me, so she, she's, <laughs> this is brilliant, by the way. Her dad's, like, so, like, fixated on that. I think he was, like, a, an amateur boxer champion back in the day. So, was was the rivals classes, like, so punching, hitting. Go, 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 and, go, 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 And when it comes to, like, losing weight on movement is burpees and fucking crazy intensity, right? So, her dad's like, aye, you just need to skip. You just need to skip and all that. Um, she's been working with me for like, seven months, right? And she tells her dad that every time she goes to the gym, oh, I'm just going on the treadmill. And he's like, oh, great, great, great. You run? <laughs> uh, he's like, you're running? So I'm going, I'm going to do a wee bit of running and all that. <laughs> it's just class. Because <laughs> to get into it with him about lifting weights and communicate that, it's just going to be, it's too challenging at that point. But Far too that's a hard man. thing. And I wanted to bring that up because I've I've got so many stories from clients tell me that their parents nervous that they're, that they're lifting weights and that. A lot of that I've trained um, a handful of people, but when they became pregnant and that sort of things, and there was a lot of stick from their mums and dads, like, oh, no, you need to give that PT up. Training, Especially when somebody has a health scare as well, oh, you need to give that PT up. No. And it's like, oh, you, oh. it's the opposite. It's the opposite. It's every time. Says, you need to be careful, yes. But lifting weights, it's not just zero or 100. There's a hundred different ways of intensity that you can apply. Is that a 15, a 25, a 70? The other biggest pet peeve that I hear I'll come to you once a wee bit fitter. I don't get that. I what are you talking about? I absolutely don't understand that. What are you that. talking about? Aye. I don't get it. Like, uh, I'm like, what? I, I, I'll start lifting weights when, I, when I'm a wee bit fitter. That's, a, <laughs> that's honestly like a weird concept to Aye. grasp into. I always, I, I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, I'm just coming up feeling a wee bit better. I'm like, do you know? I think an analogy that you can tie it to, but I'm Do you know understand what my job is? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm like, what? But then I go, what do they think we do? What do, what do they think we do? Count reps. No, bodybuilder, I think. You think I, that's what it is? I think it is. Because I, I, I need to explain to people, by the way, I don't want you to you you become a bodybuilder. And they're like, I ah, no, didn't want to be that anyway. I'm like, oh, good. good. <laughs> you start playing to their language, like, oh, you just want to be toned? All oh, right. Ah, I, hi, I hi, can hi. sort you out, and then you start going, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm going to go this. You rope them in. Aye, aye, aye. But and I honestly just cannot understand. That that generation, like I just don't get it. it. Definitely bleeds into our generation, but it comes from probably comes from their parents and their parents, and then just the whole media outlet of where they got their information back in the day. We are fortunate enough; we don't need to go to the fucking library to get a book or pick up a magazine, Aye. read an article. We literally have these things that sit in our pocket that we can type in a phrase or whatever, and we can get cited articles and fucking studies and that. Um, so, I, in one hand, I don't blame them. But on the other hand, I just I, I, it does humour me. It does humour me. Aye. But I think it's because we're in it and we forget this. We said this last time. I know, time. I forget things you all forget the time. And then somebody says something, you're like, what? Whoa, you, what? What? What have you just said to me? <laughs> See, eggs. Eggs is my biggest pet peeve as well. So. And red meat, mate. I've not had it too much with red meat, but I see it online with red ah, meat. Yeah, no, but no, personally, because I eat uh, eggs every single day, for my mum and dad, or for my parents, for Jillian's parents, for fucking just. 
anyone that finds out that I eat eggs every day, oh, your cholesterol must be high. Uh. Oh, for fuck's sake, man. Like, <laughs> oh, mate. It's like, but it's got cholesterol in it. It's like, aye, but there's more to it. Aye, aye. It's like, aye, but the, and I remember, was I saying, was that, have I said this in the podcast before? One of my first ever coach crosser fitness posts when I became a personal trainer, I was like, right, what can I write? And here's me thinking I'm going to make a post and it's going to blow up instantly, right? So I wrote something on eggs. <laughs> Most boring post you'll ever read in your life. So I'd done like about 24 hours of prep of writing this post. It was an Instagram your, post, right? Wrote it like an article, made a wee graphic, how many eggs should you eat and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and uh, posting, I got like two likes. And I was like, what the fuck? I put so much time and energy See, the thing is, you, you try harder back then on your post than you did oh, now. I, know, I, know. I mean, you put me work in editing, Aye. but the actual... Story of the post is very, very easy. I remember, I was like, oh man, people are going to be commenting on this and saying I'm wrong. But anyway, the reason I made that (laughs) post was because I think BBC News were putting an article about, or a study that was done on eggs and how it was linked to heart disease and um, risk of cancer and all this sort of stuff. So I pulled up the study, right? Here's how they, they got this study. They got people to fill out a survey back in 1980. Eight or eighty nine, right? They got the same people and resurveyed them thirty years later, and got them to fill out a survey of multiple choice <laughs> of how their health is, right? And they were like, they, so they done. There was more to it, but they done all these comparisons and drawn a conclusion that, oh, these guys ate a lot of eggs, <laughs> and they're look at their health, and they'd ask them like this big questionnaire thing. It's like, oh, look, so many people have heart disease, had eggs in them for the breakfast, or eggs in general. So many people, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, wow. I was like, this is where... I, I was like, I have... Uh, this, is, this is crazy. And what they ended up finding was there was one that was an American diet, right? Most Americans that consume eggs, what did they consume? Anyway? Bacon, Bacon, syrup, rolls. Eh, no rolls, burgers, whatever Waffles, it is. Waffles, right? not pancakes. All the oils that they use. All the fucking... Everything, crazy, right? And I was mate. like, wow, right. This is, this is where... This was my actually first taste of studies. Doesn't mean... That's it. Like, because then before I would go, oh, there's a study done in such and such, mm. and I didn't realise the efficacy. I always get this word wrong. I know, I know what you're trying to say. The the effectiveness of how, or even the morals that some studies get done, because there's always there's like a, a political message sometimes ah, yeah. beh- behind it. Not not all the time, but behind it. And I was like, fucking hell, man! I was like, these are meant to be scientists. They're Aye. meant to be like. I didn't think you've you can be wrong. You know what I mean? I know, but I, you see the word scientist and you think this guy that gets paid 400 grand <laughs> a year, do you know what I mean? He <laughs> research his jacket, his glasses. But it's just a fucking random cunt just doing a test. That's what a scientist means. You can be a... No, sci- no, you can, no, no, I don't think you can... I don't think you can just... You can say you're a scientist. No, but... You, you, you need to go to like, you, No, you do need to go to uni. And, aye. Right, but you can be like bottom grade and call yourself a scientist and then be top, top grade and you're still labelled the same thing. Aye, well, I don't even think that. I just think like human beings as, as people, they are... Oh, so many different personalities ah, in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they don't have morals and they don't have, like, good integrity and principles, some of them like, who gives a fuck? No, a client said to me the other day, oh, I made a steak, it was really good. I think I'm back on the red meat. I was like, I didn't even know you didn't even eat red meat. I was like, red meat's so fucking good for you. I was like, so I had nine eggs on Sunday, two steaks, two tatties, broccoli. Felt fucking great, do you know what I mean? I'm like, it's fucking so fucking full of nutrients. You just fucking feel... What should you not eat red meat for? I don't know. I've not asked that yet. I'll ask him when we're in person. <laughs> I don't know why I asked her text. I was like, I'll ask him when we're in person. Like, what the fuck do you know? What should you know eat red meat? I know what the answer's going to be. It's like, oh, I didn't think it was good for you, not. It's meant to be bad for your... What, arteries or something? 
I think the big message it was supposed to was linked to cancer. Uh, but again, yeah. the same reason that it was linked to that is because blood studies. No, no, not even that. Who, who do you know that just cooks a steak and eats a steak alone? Very true. It's normally way chips and cheese and <laughs> and mad sides. Like most people, when they have a steak in the house, they eat a steak on a night out or in a in a restaurant with wine and drinking and alcohol. So to pinpoint it to one thing. Even if you said, like, even if it was a study came in and said, oh, chips and cheese fucking gives you a higher chance of You'd need to look heart attack. You, you honestly, how, think of how difficult it can be to measure someone's lifespan and say that it was that one element because so much can go on. And yeah, you can draw conclusions of general fucking guesstimations of it's probably in this area because of X, Y, and Z. But in reality, like, if somebody's drinking every weekend, why is it not that? Or somebody's relationships with people and... That sort of stuff. And they're not working out. They're not doing anything for their cardio health. Like, so much variety and what can go. It's like the chat about aspartame or aspartum, whatever you want to call it. Mate, like, who actually knows what that does to you? You, you, were, a big, you were a big believer that it's uh, not good for you, though. I you don't think it's good for you. I, how can it? I just don't think. I just don't think. How can it be good for you? Do you how, get me? How can it not? Mate, come on. How can it not? Come on. I'm not saying that alone. Just a fucking diet drink. People are like, ah, you just have a diet drink. I'm like, well, just have no have a diet drink. If, if you can, do you know what I mean? I'm like, we're promoting the use of that. Look, these tap guys who are saying have a diet drink, I'm not drinking diet drinks most of the time. I do, no, I think they would. I don't With diet do. drinks, I think they would. I don't need to. Because it's an easy one. It, is, it tastes good. tastes yeah, alright. Like, like, and it's, you, it is an easy swap. I, I just, I know for a fact when I drink it, I piss like a racehorse. That can't be good for you. See, but I think that's just, I, that's, I think that's quite. A, I've never met anybody that goes, "Oh, I piss so much when I drink that." When I drink alcohol, yes, but when I drink diet juice, no, not as much, not as much. Because you're drinking more alcohol at one time. I know the alcohol. And alcohol is no, no, a relaxant as well. No, what I'm saying is, I get that with alcohol. Aye. I never get that myself personally with diet juice. You don't really drink a lot of diet juice, though, do you? Nah, no, really, no, really. But I honestly love it as one of the best strategies at night because I eat so much shit at night. And I know my clients struggle with that, and it's a, something I say to them: get a wee packet of dye juice, have it as a backup. I don't want you having it every night, but if it comes worst to worst, grab that because that will quench you. I agree. Hunger. I agree. No, I That's know a you good do. strategy. I know you do, but I'm but just I saying. Just do not agree. That is, I mean, I, we don't. I, I use, think there's bigger. We don't fish. want to use the quote unquote good for you or bad for you. But if I had to have it in my diet, I know I would not have it in my diet. No, I'd, I think I. There's definitely a difference in how you feel. I can tell you, as I used to drink dye juice. Is that what I said there? Aye. That's what I said, eat. <laughs> yeah, drink diet juice all the time and moved away from it. And I don't know if it was the diet juice or the diet energy juice. And I was like, man, how did I drink so much of them? Because when I went back to it, you get used to that shitty feeling aye, with it. Aye. So I definitely think there's there's an element there. I'll still have a juice from time to time. Like, it doesn't bother me that much. Mm. But I just don't like it when people are like, aye, sorry right for you. How the fuck do you actually know that? Do you know what I mean? I don't like that word being thrown about. Aye, like, I have diet juice, fine. Fine, man. Same with vapes. Oh, oh yeah. mate. Don't smoke vape. <laughs> oh, how, can, how do you know a vape's bad for you? I don't, but you're inhaling. Right, air, right, 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 so you're inhaling. So what's that? You argument? are, right, so you are inhaling chemicals. What are you doing when you drink that juice? Drinking chemicals. Chemicals, right. But we eat and drink chemicals, right? There's a difference. No, smoke, the same, mate. But smoke, smoking and drinking diet juice is different. Aye, there's different levels to the game, I agree. Different, different. But different. we're still fucking ingesting chemicals at the same time. And we're trying to say that one's fucking, oh, fine. The other one, no fine, but there's not actually that many studies on it because it's pretty new. 
Aye. And all these studies are going to come out with vaping are really bad for you, obviously. Aye, obviously, aye. Aye. People are ready. Like, I, I think but I think anything you can kill yourself with water, right? So you can drink too much water and die from, what's the word? I forget the, it's called, it's called something. Aye, you, over, dr- you drown uh, inside. Overhydration. Aye, you drown inside. And, or dehydrate, dehi- you end up getting dehydrated from drinking too much water because your body can't process and it and function f- it. F- it, it, fills up your, it fills up your lungs. So, if you die from that, you die from anything, right? It's so not about dying, mate. It's about being healthy. <laughs> well, you can be unhealthy from drinking too much water. Aye, aye. Maybe it's, not, it's not about... You're always, you're always got only the dying. <laughs> but would it kill you? You might not, die. We might not, die. We'll talk about death here. But, like, for real, like... And what I, what I fucking hate is... The, I think it was the World Health Organization. So they've got three... It will cause cancer. It could cause cancer. No, it probably will cause cancer, or it possibly will cause cancer. That's the three stages that Sutton can be labelled as, as part of experiments. And aspartame was, uh, possibly could cause cancer. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Aye, but I think it so. There's two levels above that. I'm like, how do you put it in the third level? Aye, and I know I'm not. I'm not saying it does because I'm. I, I, don't, I don't actually think it does. But what I'm, I'm not saying. It, I'm not saying it's. I'm, no, I'm saying I think it will go back to the point like, possibly it has to be there because. They how don't do you measure it? Know. How they do don't you measure it? Because everything grow like it's mTOR in it that grows, um, uh, that's in protein that they can grow your cells. Mm-hmm. So that's why protein, high protein diets are linked to cancer cells. But that would grow anything in your Aye, body because you have cancer cells in your body. Exactly. Uh, that just means we need to do. We need to fast sometimes soon. Do you think? No, we need to. We'll go do a fasting episode, remember? Oh, I so wanted aye. to do it first hand, so I didn't want to talk about it until we. I'll do it then. You What the fuck? I want to see what you're like fasting. I understand it will cure your ADHD. right. <laughs> you sit down. You're like, hi everyone. I'm James. Hi. I'm speaking. Hello. I'm speaking normal. I don't <laughs> swear. <laughs> no, I, I doubt it. I ain't gonna make me worse. So, do you think you can have the discipline not to eat for forty hours? Think I would want to do that? Well, you, no. I think you would once once you read into it a wee bit. If we're talking about like true longevity and health, I think I honestly think fasting should be a part of everyone's. It's a, it's it's further down the line. Like you've you've got bigger battles to face. Definitely your battles, when you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to get stronger and all this sort of stuff. But twice a year, I think a forty-hour fast is something no, that I probably I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you. Now, I'll no, not get into that anymore until we go through it again first hand and we can come equipped to an episode. But I wouldn't be experienced in the fasting. I've done it. I've done it. Forty hours. Was it fun? I actually wasn't as bad as what you think. I think there's a there's a big worry that oh if I don't eat I'm gonna lose gains and all that sort of stuff. Yes, I was lighter on the scales in the grand scheme of things. Then back up to my normal weight on Wednesday, I was stronger, if not the same strength mm-hmm. with my workouts. It just meant my workouts I didn't work out. I well, I worked out differently. I moved and done resistance band training, and I I think the first day would be really hard. I think the second day would be like you get. It's used really to it. the cravings. It's the cravings that you, and that's the important thing you get from it. I honestly think, and then yes, there's benefits to your, what do you crave? Like, like your blood cells and all that sort of stuff. But see, cravings, you don't realize it because you, you associate that with hunger and you go, oh man, I'm starving. And 10 minutes go by, 15, 20 minutes go by, and you're like, I actually don't feel that. Anymore. Here's what the my hell? problem, mate. I don't associate cravings with hunger, I associate cravings with everything else. What? All oh, right, yeah, but dunce and all that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know, I know for a fact that I'm not craving that chocolate, but that chocolate's there, so it's getting done. Do you get me? Mm. That's how I feel when I'm craving. 
I go, I'd rather have that chocolate than fucking. Like, fasting was great. I just masturbated for 40 hours <laughs> instead. <laughs> I just distracted myself in other ways. That's I'd be like. There's another thing you can die from over masturbation. I seen that. Do you see the guy? We'll talk about the guy who died from squatting in a second. Oh, hi, hi, hi. Uh, the guy, it wasn't even recently, it was like maybe seven, eight months ago, uh, found dead because he masturbated too much. How the fuck did he do that? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't, How I, many? I'm just going to bring that up, throw it out there. It's in the world now. <laughs> take it. Um, it's BBC uh, News I, here. It's I, out there. I wonder. I wonder how many times you need to do it. We'll know how much times we've <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> James is dead. I'll go was to it, nine. I, I know. Yeah. I can't actually remember. Was it only like 33 times or something? Aye, let, me, let me bring it up because I don't want to be the BBC News here that just bring up something. And then just leave you, leave you with it. I think it was 33. Which is impressive number, by the way. You're shooting, <laughs> you're shooting blanks past then. Without dying. My search history, because I was typing in BBC <laughs> Pedo last time. And then, <laughs> uh, as long as you're not on the dark web. Have you ever been on the dark web in all seriousness? Aye. Have you? Aye. Oh, yeah, you were buying drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I forget, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to like go on, but then I get enough TikToks come up. Man, these are all rookie numbers. People are typing in questions like, can you die from masturbating three times a day? <laughs> Three times a day? <laughs> Three times an hour, mate. <laughs> See, when you're a wee guy, mate. like you push the boundaries of that. Like oh, you, right. It's like a newfound, um, I don't know what you compare it to. It's like a new done. It's like, probably imagine the first time you drink alcohol, the first time you do drugs. Uh, like uh. you're like, whoa, what was that feeling? <laughs> let me get it again. <laughs> let, me, let me just type in, how many times did the man <laughs> masturbate? To die. Before dying. Because it was definitely something that came up. It's got to be an outrageous number. Right, so it, it was reported that a man identified as Davado Mabuza. Right. Pleasures himself for 62 times before dying of a heart attack. Oh. It was speculated that he was suffering from depression. Due to, no fucking surprise there. Yeah. Uh, due to being extreme, extremely lonely on Valentine's Day. 19th of February. Been there. Been there, bro. 62 times is when they die. 62. That's quite sad that somebody goes like, but it just, like, Imagine there's always extremes. Mate, he must have been an animal in that house. I mean, that's not where my head yeah, goes. He must have been upside down laughing. I do know these mad things. It's not nice to laugh at somebody else's misfortune, <laughs> but uh, it is, that is crazy, though. 62 times. What the fuck? Like, like what's the math on that? Divided by 24. It's two and a half wanks an hour. <laughs> I bet every hour for 24 hours. Yeah, that's constant, so yeah, that's obviously not happened over the space. It's He's not averaged it over the space of an hour. Aye, fucking hell. What I know, what I want to know though, this is a serious question. How do they know? <laughs> nah, they don't. How do they, they know? Because si- 62, right? If it's a round number, I could get behind this. Yeah, have a wee score chart <laughs> on these Right, walls. he's done it again. <laughs> well, he got to 61, so he must have, uh, he's dead. I think how your boss would feel. Just, just the overall feeling of the muscle, in general. Just everything. You'll have abs. Oh, you will, man. Solid You'll be man. a fucking Anyway, solid. let's move on for this chat. But uh, sadly, the the guy that died from squatting. Yep. That is quite, did you see the video? Aye. Quite traumatising if you watch this. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend anyone goes watches it, because it's... Well, it depends. I'm not very easily traumatised. So I was going to say it depends. Like if you, if you are around about the same age of as you've 
grown up with Bess Gorn, so ah, yeah, some yeah, yeah. wild stuff. But uh, sad news about the guy squatting. And I'm already seeing if you went through the comments. So uh, Squat University done a video on it, and I think that's how mainstream media would have got it because he's got a big following. And I was looking at the comments that, and interesting enough, people are like, oh, that's why you shouldn't squat. Oh, no, I know, I did. I see I there we go. And uh, I don't think that that will be we gimps. <laughs> that, that will not be a a reason why people don't squat anymore. But it certainly is gonna. It's like when you see the guy turn his chest. Even me, I love my bench. And I'm like, Ugh. I'm, I'm kind of warming up, and I'm like, Ugh, right, that's enough today. But Do you? I, well, you must have seen the videos where people no, I have, tell I have, themselves. I have. But even in my heavy sets, I'm even thinking to myself, I've warmed up properly, but I'm like, oh, I could go at any minute. <laughs> yeah, I, I never think that. Comes in. Don't get me wrong, I don't bench that much, so <laughs> you're not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm no, I'm not worried about it yet. What do you think of the video overall? Right. So his squat was terrible. Mm-hmm. Sport was terrible. Everything about it was terrible. This guy, I mean. For a bodybuilder, his squat was horrendous. And I think that's what take away with it. He was squatting terribly. I, I don't know too much of a guy, but he's been saying that he was a bodybuilder. I don't know if he'd done much shows or that sort of stuff, did he? Ha, no, have you seen pictures of him? Ah, he, said he was in good shape. He aye, was, aye, absolutely. Aye. I know a bit of how they say bodybuilder, but he's no. He's just a guy who goes to the gym. Aye, that's what I mean. Do you know what I mean? Because his form was fucking horrendous. Mm. And... When I got into powerlifting, I was I was told you don't spot the way that you don't spot for behind. Oh, right, yeah. So let's talk. Let's kind of break this down. So basically, what happened here is the guys went for a PB. Yep. I would imagine. Aye, aye. Went for a heavy ass squat. Was it two hundred two ten kilo? Mm-hmm. So two hundred ten kilo. This man's went to squatted. Now we don't know the history. Don't know if he's done it before, or whatever. But he takes a squat, misses his lift, and the bar collapses on him, and it hits one of the top. Vertebrae, so he's, Aye, he's fine. Because the spotters tried to pull it, Aye, instead of him falling forward, which it probably would have been all right, it would have hurt his cell, but he fell backwards, and he sat down, and, and the bars folded him in half. sat on his back. Aye. So, just a, it's, it's a horrible video, and it's sad that, that, that this has happened to anyone, because you go to the gym to work on yourself, and you wouldn't expect that's where you end up dying. But overall, this lift, there's so many things to actually take away from this, and not let this fear take you away from squatting in general, but it, it highlights the importance of one personal best, right? Going for PBs. We we joked about this in the, in the past. Going for your your one rep max, your strength. Most people, you don't fucking need to, right? No. Most yeah, is it cool to do? Yes, right. So, but if you're going to plan a PB, you're not just waking up the day and going. I'm going, I'm going to, to go for my heaviest rep I've ever done, and you're doing that because it's ego driven and you want likes and social media. They're really, really the two things. You want to impress your pals, maybe the other one, right? There are three reasons why most people would do it. But when you're planning for that one rep max, you've kind of said this before, and it's a great way of communicating it. You're not doing your one rep max today. If you wake up and decide you want to do a one rep max, you're planning it in four weeks' time, six weeks' time, maybe even ten weeks' time. Aye. There's programming that goes into a one rep max, and you don't just go, I'm fucking going to go for it, because shit like this will happen to you. Aye. Absolutely. Would you say? No, I would can? say that's the exact same thing. That's how that's how you need to do it, yeah. and you wouldn't spot the way the guy spotted either. So let's go back then. Before you even go for a one rep max, let's look at your form. I, you, always I know. Say I was just right. to say, aye. So I got into this debate with Magna in the gym, and I go ask the grass squat. I think I was one of the first people that she's ever seen go below parallel because <laughs> she had so many questions about it. She was like, "What? But you, you butt wink. You do this. You do that." And I was like, "But I was like, Magna, you need to think. Life isn't done at ninety degrees." Is that you're taught in your um, PT qualification or the old ones for sure? You're taught bench to ninety degrees, squat to ninety degrees. Oh, yeah, I, 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 it's I like don't go that. parallel because 
it can be a risk. It can be a risky move, and I think this is old qualifications. I think the newer ones do a better job. Ah, at yeah, it. yeah, I don't, I don't have that. I said to her, I was like, life's not done in ninety degrees. I was like, you you squat down and pick something up. You might be able to con- control it with 90 degrees. But what happens when you get tired or you lose your balance or whatever, and your body then, because ha- it has range of motion, it's got the ability to go to its full range of motion. If you choose to, to shorten that rep and you get strong in that rep and then you get, you're going for 60 kilo and you go for 65 one day, and that time you go for 65, you go that tiny wee bit lower where you have no strength whatsoever, you're losing that lift. Mm. And this is what I think's happened at this at this point. Like you, the form is it's, it's very questionable. Like it's that, right? so questionable, Very questionable. Um, but I think that's what happened in this case. This guy's been super, super strong and managed to do t- 200 kilo before at a half rep squat aye, aye. and that ability. And when you put 210 on the bar, might only be, might, so let's say he managed to do 207.5 kilo, right? He's managed to do that for 10 reps. But then he puts 210 in the bar and he goes that fucking half a centimetre lower than what he's used to doing. Boom, that bar's collapsing down because you have nothing. You have, you have nothing left. Now, I'm, this is all guesstimation. Somebody listening, it's not, oh, he was fucking Scott was brilliant, blah, 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 right? <laughs> no, it's that that's a big thing to think about before you're going for one rep maxes and that sort of stuff because this this stuff isn't happening with three reps, no. four reps, six reps because you have control over it and you work on your technique. You start to you, you start to understand your body a wee bit better. I would say like uh, your technique needs to be on. He's bracing. He lost his brace. You know what I mean? Is he belted up? I can't remember. Ah, he's belted up. He's belted, wrapped up, and everything. And uh, I just you learn how to squat properly. Do you know what I mean? Like, if unless you're strength training, you're not really looking to one rep max. Do you know what I mean? And so bodybuilder one rep max, and I was like, don't really get this either. See if you're, I see if you're going for one rep maxes before in your technical phase, you're learning the technique of the lift. Aye. Another thing I think, which I would, I don't know if they do this, but one thing every person should know how to do is how to bail from a lift. Oh, absolutely, especially on that. Aye. aye. So the, so the thing is, he was talking about the spotter, right? So he was low bar squatting, mm. right? So hard to uh, be able for a low bar squat, so you need to have the safeties. You need to have the safeties if you're low bar squatting with a heavyweight. You can be able for a lighter low bar. You're, you're hitting a heavy low bar. You're more going forward. So he goes to go forward and his pal's right to take it. So that's how he falls back. Because like you fall on your chest because you've got the bumpers to keep you up. Exactly. So you just fall forward. And as you say, a, a solid bailman with a high bar squat is, is easier than people think. Do you know what I mean? It looks scary. It looks scary, but like this is the trade that you have to have if you want to do one rep maxes. You definitely need to learn that skill. Aye. But the other thing here is the spotter, right? And I see this in I see this in gyms as well. Your pal's going for a one rep max, and you being one spotter, there's an ele- there's a there's a time where you get so strong <laughs> in the sense of it, where your pal's not helping you with that way. <laughs> no, They're no, almost no, like no. spotters can be. A hindrance to you. Aye. That's why in strength competitions you've got four folk around you, and you've got the safeties of what what can go on. Aye. And even that, you're you all you're doing is you're trying to minimise the damage that's going to happen at that point. Because I've seen powerlifters fail a lift, and, they just and even get the three up. guys around them, it's been a shit show to even spot them. People are squatting four hundred man. The spotters are like, ah, I know, <laughs> they don't know what don't know what to do. Like, it's can't better. No fucking so, this lift. Uh, it's the same with bench press. It's the same with anything, but. Sadly, the spotters went to do the right thing. You think, oh, I'm going to lift this bar up. It's not happening. He's lifted him into an even awkward position. I don't know what will happen with that. Because, like, in a way, it's no manslaughter, but it's I, I, from what I can see from the video, it looks like that's 
was caused it him backwards. backwards. He would have fell forward. He would have hurt himself, but he wouldn't have died. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Thing is, it's not even that. It's like, you've just watched your mate die in the gym. Oh, and that, that, that traumatising. Doing the thing you're meant to love. Like, your, your life is probably going to be close to over. You're not going to enjoy the thing you love anymore. One of your mates is gone. Do you know what I mean? And then it, is, it was stupid. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day. That's why you see all these TikTok fads and that sort of stuff. And we, we messed about with stupid stuff. But We've all done it. It's, it just takes something like this to go, whoa, that could have easily it been It can me. happen to everybody. And this wasn't even a video to be stupid or to do it for, for fame and that. It was just a... Normal, it was just... It's gym on. culture. It's, it's gym go, culture. Go, 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 go. fucking, let's get it. One rep max, yes. Like, who the fuck cares? I know. Who cares if that was 200 kilo? Who cares if that was 180 kilo? This is the problem when you're caught up in the influencer world and you're, you're getting likes for the heavy reps that you're putting it, which you, you start, your identity becomes heavy reps. Mm-hmm. And there as, there's a risk and a trade-off with heavy reps, no matter how much you even program in that. Yeah. See, the thing is, most people are only going to get anywhere close to 210 squat that no. listen, so you don't need to worry. But that's why it's impressive. That's why there was an impressive perspective of it and probably why he's went for it. Aye, aye, aye. Not many people are doing <coughs> it. Ending over 200, man, I would say is like a really, really good lift. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. I would say, but I always go back to that point I've said before. Is like, anything over a hundred, it's good. Mm. It's, it's all relative to the person that's listening. No, it is relative to the person, but I think, look, I think anything over 140, I will always say, feels different on your back. Mm. You, got under your it, body you got under it, man. I'm like, even no matter how much stronger I've got, as soon as I put 140 on, I go, oh, I feel this. You know what I mean? You feel it, though. No, but even even the stronger I get, Every time I put 140, so I've got stronger and stronger and stronger, but still every time I put 140 on my back, I go, that's some heavy weight. It's three wheels, isn't it? Aye. Don't, I don't even know, you just put it on, you go, fuck man, you can feel it on your spine. But somebody who's 50 kilos is going to feel that at 80. Ah, no, I agree. That's what I mean, I think it's like double body weight. Aye, aye. Is what it comes to aye, double body weight, aye, aye. aye. Double body or weight. Or like, or what are you? Aye. I'm like 82 or something. So, aye. Interesting, man. Fucking love it's it, sad. though. That is sad. The guy died. No, <laughs> no. Hell. That was the wrong choice of words to go in. No, there. I just love squatting. I think he's just done it completely wrong. I think a lot of people can learn a big lesson for it. Take it a big lesson away. And again, just learn how to bail. Learn how to lift properly. Don't look at that and don't be scared. Just go, you know what? Listen to Dale and James. That's it. Do you know what I mean? And that's not happening in your programme anyway. That's not no. happening. Especially if you're working with us. We'd, like, there's, a, there's almost an art and craft to how you programme for that shit. I, I actually put up I, f- I, f- I forgot that that, thing made that like that guy had died with the squat, and I put up yesterday. Obviously, people are scared away from back squatting anyway. People are scared of back squat anyway because they're like, "Oh, it's dangerous." I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about, man?" I'm like, "It's no dangerous at all." It's like people can say, "Oh, that guy died," and people are like, "Don't squat, don't squat." Maybe people die in car crashes. Ah, he's like a one in a bajillion fucking chance. I don't know. I don't know. think there's anybody that's ever died for a squat before. Maybe once or twice. Don't know actually. Do you know what I mean? Fair point. Most people die from masturbating six times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nah. Mad. So we're going for heavy squats soon? I'm go- I'm I'm in my heavy face. I know, I know so you are. What, I know what you did are. I get? What was that I got? 150 for two, was it? Aye, I got 150. So I was saying before the most I've ever squatted is 150. And I had more in the tank, but here's where you fucking stick to, stick to the programming. I always say this to my client, like the clients in general. My brother, Lewis, you're the fucking worst for that this. Is he the worst? He's like, ah, I'm just going to go for 120 today. Why? I look at his programme, I'm like, you got 105, why don't you go for one, 110? One, 107, I tell him, 
put the there's not the wee plates in the gym, the wee one point two five plates are some of the best fucking utilizations of tools you can use to your lifts. It's not your knee wraps, it's not your belt, it's not your wrist wraps, it's the wee fucking weights. weights. Stick them on before going up. And I always say that, like I would say this to clients, like doesn't matter how, if you feel you can put one forty in that bar, I don't give a fuck. You've been doing one twenty for the last three weeks. And one, two, you're five. edging it up slowly and slowly and slowly. That's what I've done. Ironically, my bench is pretty much the same fucking strength. <laughs> but so I'm squatting and benching on the on the same day. Yeah. And in the squat I was saying to you last week before I went for it, I was like, I've not done one fifty. The most I've ever done is one fifty. And it was it was towards the end of the set as well. Because I was like I was easing up into it. I was making sure the last set that I'd done I done like four warm up sets as well, similar to what you do. Like aye, aye. the bar, I went to sixty. I don't go to ninety and that because honestly, cabby bored putting the plates on and taking them off again. Aye, I always aye, see aye. you doing that, and I always go, I respect the discipline that because I can't be fucked doing I'm that. I'm just so used to doing it now Are you? that I couldn't go to hundred. I just wouldn't feel right. <laughs> so, do you know that way? So I got a hundred, and then I'm like, I'm in between. I'm doing all my mobility stuff and all that, and I felt good and went for the first one. I'm I was pushing the two, and I got one fifty. Did I do it two sets? Can't remember what I done. That's why apps are great. See these guys. Oh, I remember what it is. Oh, Peter. Did you fuck? Ah, shut up. No, I know. I can't remember what I done yesterday. I'm like, I need to fucking read it. So, uh, got the one fifty, and the second rep was messy. It was a messy, messy or I say it was messy. I didn't film it. I probably should have filmed the second set, but I was tired. and I could feel my chest come down a wee bit, but I felt good. Felt strong. Aye. Quads are strong for sure. There's a lot of. That's how I feel with doing high bar. My, my quads are definitely getting stronger. You're feeling good, and. I, Squatted with my vivos on, so just being barefoot, man. I've I've got a strong connection to that ground. So Aye. this week will be fifty two point five. Hopefully, we'll see. We'll see. I've got it on Wednesday. Nice or not? Aye, I do have it Wednesday. So week. This is how my program works, and I've got two foundational days with my strength days. A deadlift overhead press on one day, Aye. and I squat and bench another day. And I'm doing it. If I do it three times in a week, I'm doing Monday. Foundation day one, so squatting, squatting bench Monday, squatting bench Friday, right? And Monday is the five rep range, and Friday's the two. Aye. So this week it's deadlift twice a week. So I'll see what I get to do my deadlift. Nice. You've got you fucking nicked my chalk, so I feel like a, I feel weak, man. Fucking used it, mate. <laughs> I need to actually. I, I need to order more. Anyway. No, I'm going to buy. If I, I'm going to buy some tomorrow because I've got deadlift day tomorrow. So I'll buy some and get, I'll get two. I ordered an Amazon. Uh, where, where, where can you even buy it locally? Because I need it for the morning, mate. I think you'll get it, mate. You might need to ask somebody. Can I use your chalk? <laughs> no. Usman will have it. Huh? So you know got it? Who? Usman. He's know. always in JD's. Aye, he's fucking always in, man. <laughs> Just say, you want to leave your chalk for me? So <laughs> get I'll, need, I'll need to get it because he's dead the morning. He's got a JP's. So they'll all have it. Oh, man, they're fucking daft in there for it. Have you been to back to JP's? No, because I'm actually really enjoying training in JD. Are you? Aye. I wonder why. Five thousand members in here and they're all looking at me deadlift. <laughs> Wait, see when a guy comes up to you and go, Fucking hell mate, you don't look like you should be lifting that. You're like ah, man, I'm on cloud nine, man, I'm gonna keep doing this. Aye <laughs> <laughs> aye. Uh, uh, no, I don't know. I enjoy lifting in there. <laughs> Definitely know the, the girls that you know that sort of stuff, is it? <laughs> Are you no. and Gavin <laughs> trying to destroy my life yeah? Uh, what the fuck is he on about? I don't know what you're talking ah, about. No, moving on, moving on. What so, questions? Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's always about the guys, mate. It's never about the girls. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secretly. Secretly. What's uh, what question you got for us today? This is, so the question was now. All oh, right, I we actually aye, need to go aye, back because <laughs> people will be listening. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? Aye, aye, aye. So we recorded a podcast, and it's been a while since we've had any tech issues. But I don't know what's happened. I don't think I've plugged it in the back, right? Because right. even though I can see, we we checked that last time. 
I feel like we always check yeah. it. We do always check it. So recorded a podcast and then really good podcast and went Before to really good one too. And uh, I had no voice, I had nothing on it. So Bastard. hopefully no issues today. <coughs> so my actual question was, and it goes straight on. For, like, it went straight on for the last topic, which I can't remember the last topic was, but it was like something today. I was like, would you ever? Train somebody to do a powerlifting competition. Oh, so it was. And I felt I gave a really good answer. I know, no, you didn't. I can't remember what my answer was. <laughs> that, that podcast was flowing, mate. It was flowing in with the flow. Uh, so, would I ever train someone for a powerlifting competition? I think my answer that I said back to was it depends. And it really does depend on <coughs> in what the person's goal is. If I've got a client I'm working with for six months and they're like, I'm, I'm interested in doing a powerlifting comp, I want to work with you, yada, 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 I'd probably say, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely train you for this. If I have someone come to me and they want me to specifically train them, my honest answer to them at the time is you probably should go to someone that's that's been in it and done it because I've never done a powerlifting comp. Yep. As much as I know about it and I'm happy to learn it and happy to go through my own trial and error with my programming, I would I would honestly say the bet if it's if it's to win a powerlifting competition, it's doubtful that that I'm gonna be your guy that that we get you to win it. So right. I thought, very, I thought, very doubtful. That so I was speaking to somebody yesterday and they were like, like, what kind of training do you do? And I was like, well, I'm doing powerlifting now. Like, Why don't you enter a competition? I was like, because I'm not doing low bar now, I'm doing high bar, but that will still increase my low bar. But until I fix my shoulder, like, what's wrong with my shoulder? I was like, instability in my left shoulder. It's caused me to not be able to get under the bar properly. Mm. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to fix that. But I was like, right now, I just want to train. And they're like, oh, you should just do a competition. I was like, I will do a competition a year because I'm going to train super hard, be consistent. And they're like, well, you should go to a competition. And I was like, where are they? And uh, they're like, <coughs> there's one at the end of Christmas or something. Uh, in Scotland. What? Hostel. No, so Hostel don't actually, they, they do... Body strong, man. Aye, but they do they, they powerlifting competitions, but theirs are more like... It's the, the, it's, it's the boys. Aye. It's, 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 <laughs> a, it's the big boys with the deadlift bar. I'm talking about like, Aye. or stiff bar stuff, or drug testy stuff. And they're like... You can take. You need to take somebody. Usually, sometimes they call them the handler. I don't know this. So the handler basically, when you finish a lift, you've got forty-five seconds to tell the people what you want on next. If you don't do it in that forty-five seconds, usually the coach. You know that. Aye, 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 but you don't need to take a coach. You can aye. just take a handler. Aye. So basically, it needs to be your pal. Once you finish the lift, you say add five to five or ten kilo, and they need to go and write down, they need to go and get in. Because if you don't do it, you don't get another lift, mm. or you get the same lift. And I was like, that sounds fucking great. <laughs> and I was like, do you know what? I was like, I seen you there. I was like, it looked fucking amazing. I was like, that. I was like, I don't know MD who does anything like that. Right. I know one boy goes to it, but I don't speak to many of me. I was like, that's like, honestly, I was watching the stories, and I was like, this looks so fucking fun just to be out and watch. I was like, I love this shit. But then I was like, I but she was like, it's like a full fun thing. Like you, as soon as you come off, you're like, right. Five kilo and they go right it down. They go right, 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 and then you're on the ball. Obviously, we watched Lane Norton there, yeah, and he was like, "Come on!" And I was like, "Man, that shit looks so fucking fun." And I think even as a non-powerlifting coach, I think to get somebody to go there and just be a part of that experience would be fucking, it'd be fun. Why I'm, I'm, I'm not a power, I'm, I'm not a powerlifting coach. Why don't you go? I'm going. Are you? I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Mean, go it's, it's the end of the year, right? It's the end of the year. You absolutely should. So, but I, to, to like, I'll ask you in a sec, but. I think I said that last time, which is a great <coughs> point to bring up for PTs. I think we get a wee bit nervous and shy about taking clients on that you wouldn't normally take on. And you, t- I remember you, t- we didn't bring this up last time, but I remember you, a client come to you, I think it was Robin. Cyclist. She was a cyclist in Jones. And, and that could have been an easy moment in your career where you went, look, I'm not the best person to train you. Aye. And I think, on one hand, I think just having integrity and understanding the person's goals, if she wanted to win a CrossFit competition, then you're like, aye, look, I'm them. I can help you, but don't know if you're going to win it if you come <laughs> to me, right? Aye, 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 um, aye. But 
what that forced you to do was learn about power and endurance and all this sort of Absolutely. stuff and how to blend the programming. And I think it's a great opportunity for coaches in general to add another skill to their tool belt. Aye. Skill. Add another tool to their tool belt is what I tried to say there. <laughs> <laughs> skill to their skill. tool belt. <laughs> um, <coughs> because it might be something you fall in love with. And if you're training gen pop, you might think you like bodybuilding, but then you, you find out that if it is... Um, for a Hydrox competition, you're like, oh man, I love this stuff. Aye, aye. And it leads you down that route, and there's nothing wrong with that. Aye. Apart from your shit. <laughs> <laughs> what, so, what would you do? So, I think it's more tailor suited for you. I think you would be yeah. right up for it. Because I'm, da- I'm doing a power, I'm obviously got every next year, I'm going to do different powerlifting programs. Mm. And looking at it now, it's like I, I, you can see how it's, how it's programmed. You just kind of understand it. Simple, to be fair. It is. It is simple, but it's, it's an art. It is it generally is an art, art and how you craft that because yeah. you might programme a day, but that day is all dependent on how you feel. Don't get me wrong, when I say simple, it's not that simple when you look at bodybuilding. Bodybuilding is much simpler to programme. You think so? But I would I would I wouldn't say they're any easier to hard harder to train. No, no. But I think programming in general well, maybe one we go over, like how to properly programme. That's a hard one aye, to say. Aye. But because put it this way, right, I'm in my fourth week. Yesterday I'm doing the heavy squats, but I'm doing the lightest back offs. You get me? And people are like, let's try to explain to people don't need to go heavy to make progress and they just never get it. And I try and explain. I go, look, I'm lifting this. But I can lift this. I know we spoke about this, but like, it's in my program Aye. to not lift heavy. I am not allowed to lift heavy. I am fucking barred. And if I do lift heavy, I'll feel it in the next session. I'll feel, the, I'll feel like when I'm going to bench heavy, I can't fucking do it. So that's what I'm doing on my second, my double day of the week. So the second day is the <coughs> lighter day. I can do five reps at 140, but I'm but making a, I'm looking at the previous week and going, right, I've done it with 120. I don't care if I can do it 140. I'll be able to do that one with 140 and make it feel comfortable yep. in six weeks' time. Yep. That's not the goal. It's yep. not just blast, 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 blast. So see if you, we, the, the, the rest of the question was, will you ever take MD in a bodybuilding competition as well? Aye, I think bodybuilding would be something I'd Do you, feel you think more, you would love that? I'd feel more prepared. For, I think I would love it because it'd be different to how other people uh, train for bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Like even speaking to Callum <coughs> uh, recently in that, I mean, he was doing cardio 16 weeks out. I think a lot of bodybuilders miss one of the key things that we, we, is why we are strong coaches and why we're a wee bit different to majority of coaches out there. Is I know for a fact somebody comes to me and, and wants to bodybuild, they're probably not ready to bodybuild yet. And there needs to be this prep work that goes into it. Because see that cut? I want my, I want my client that's going into that bodybuilding show, I want them utilising their nutrition before they uni- utilise fucking So cardio. I follow this guy on YouTube. I can't mind his name, but he was explaining how he does his cut, and he was like, I'm 10 weeks out, but I'm probably close to stage lean, mm-hmm. he's like, but I'm natural, he's like, now, I don't need to blast cardio, I just need to make sure my nutrition's on point, if I need to do a little bit of extra cardio in the last couple of weeks, I can do That's it. it, but he's like, I'm not the, one of the guys, and he's fucking looking sick, like, you know, he's looking fucking shit hot, and he's like, as a natural person, I need to deal with this. But then you look at it and you go, if you're an unnatural person, you would just make more progress doing the same thing. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? There's a there's a mental <coughs> game there's a mental game set with your bodybuilding prep as well. Right? Usually, go 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 go. Because there's a lot of sacrifice you need to put in it. Right? right. So if you're if you're building in an hour and a half of cardio <coughs> every single day, that gets taken away from other things that you're doing in that day. Imagine you didn't need that for a sec, right? And what you could do with that other hour and a half. And there's an element of my so my hour and a half cardio when I was doing it 
it was uh, I was learning, I was educating, I was listening to podcasts, and it was like it was like right, ah, fucking. Sometimes you just listen to music and you're sitting with every step that I'm taking on that stairmaster for an hour and a half. I'm going, ah, oh, fucking my badass, like blah blah blah, right? <laughs> then there's also mate. times I'm like, man, fuck this, aye, aye. fuck this. So I just think it's more adherent, it's uh, easy or uh, easy to adhere to okay. overall. How do you feel every day an hour and a half a car though? Hungry. God, aye. hungry. That too, aye. You're like, you ah, stay within the calories. Ah, it's just, ah, yeah. I just think there's a better way to prep for bodybuilding <coughs> than what majority of people do. Mm-hmm. And that's easy for me to say that as a non-bodybuilder, non-bodybuilding coach. Yeah. But if somebody came to me with that, definitely, I think if they wanted to win a show, probably there's, there is other fitting coaches out there that have more experience with it. If they yeah. wanted to go on PEDs and all that sort of stuff, again, I would never want to give somebody advice with that. I think it's they have to go through that with their own journey. So. Wouldn't they be a top bodybuilding coach in that front? But I could, I, I think I could make a good stab at helping somebody for a show for sure. Probably you, would you? Nah. At all? Nah. nah. Never. Yeah, I just w- wouldn't enjoy any part of it. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't enjoy any of it. Don't, I don't, just don't like it at all. And I think there's so many other coaches who I can just go, here, look, you can go to him, he'll do a good job. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't like the pure mindset that goes into bodybuilding these days either. That how they. Do you think that's an opportunity, though, to show somebody that. Do, do you think you can do bodybuilding with the way that you're training, the principles that you have? No. You don't? No. No? No. See, that's where I think, I honestly think, you can do a bodybuilding show and train full body. I don't know. I don't know. I think you obviously need to, you need to pick up your lagging body parts, whatever they may be. I'd still do it full body though. You think? I would have, full body would be your compounds, and then the days in between would be your your sessions where you focus. So on there's a bigger thing of people coming out and saying like compound lifts are how they train. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They're slowly coming out, and I'm like fucking thank fuck, I fucking hate this movement of machines. Do you know what I mean? I hate it. It's not. I just don't think it's an enjoyable way to train. And if, I think these people who are training these machines are going to quit at one point because it's so fucking boring. I don't think they find it boring. Though. I think they, like you say, they love it. They like, squeeze. Aye, oh, aye, look aye. at that pump. Look at the veins in my chest with <laughs> this chest machine. Aye, aye, aye. No, possible. But, aye, they probably they'll, they'll they love probably it. They'll aye, aye. They, love they, it. They love that and shit. it's fucking easy to walk over to the machine, sit down, right? And I think a lot of people have shit discipline when it comes to training. That they look at that and they go, "Oh, that's, I can do that." Aye, they look at these people who are absolutely smashing it, who have the discipline, but they choose to do that, mm. and then they go, "I'm going to do that because I don't have the discipline." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, the other, right. like, that actually right. looks a lot easier yeah. than putting a barbell on my back. Absolutely. Right, the question I had for you was, somebody comes to you and goes, I've hit a plateau with my workouts. So How are you that? training me? How are we training? Like, what, what are you, What's your advice to me? I'm your client, I'm coming to you and I'm like, no me specifically, by the way. No, no, I mind me, man. <laughs> you were like, so what are you doing? And I'm like, funny, I'm getting interrogated ah, here. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was making up stuff on the spot, but <clears> just a general person. Most people, we hit it, right? We all hit it. Yeah. We fucking hit a brick wall, we are training might be your nutrition, it might just be life in general. Yep. And what would you do? What would your advice be to somebody that hits that? Like firstly, you're probably looking at it and you're going, how are you training? And then you're probably going to change how they're training for a wee bit. You're going to change their volume. You're going to bring their volume down a wee bit because they're probably doing too much if they're plateauing. And then you're looking at the nutrition, how much you're eating. Do you know what I mean? Probably going to take it up. You probably need more food. Most people will need more food mm. on, the, on the right, on consistently more food. Because some people will be averaging like maybe 3,000, but they're eating 2,000, 2,000, 2,000, 4,500. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's no beneficial to your performance. Yeah. That's only beneficial to that one day. So it's like we need to be consistently eating more food, eating more protein, and then bringing the training back to another bit. Like letting you desensitize to a lot of things, letting you desensitize to movements, letting you desensitize to volume. 
and letting your brain calm down. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If you're platoon, then you've got to look at why. It's probably too much volume. Probably staleness. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Most people that I know who hit a plateau are just trying to hit the same weight over and over and over and over and over and over. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm stuck on this 50 kilo bench. How long have you been benching for? Six years. <laughs> <laughs> and when, when was the last time you benched 50? Aye, the Monday. When was the last time you done that? The Monday before. I'm like, well, stop hitting that 50 Aye. then. Put it down to 40. Give yourself some time to fucking, like, get your hormones yeah, and that back it, and check. Work in other movements, for sure. Uh-huh. How would you? So, pla- the other thing, the other thing you said, which is... Something we've spoken a wee while, deloads. Deloads, oh, aye, sometimes aye, it could a, be a, a, deload, a deload for you. So aye, so it all depends on what you're doing. So let's kind of use what you said. Sometimes you need to kind of change up your food. And if you're cutting calories, that might be the time that you go back up to maintenance for a bit. Aye. If you're increasing calories, it might be the time to bring down calories because it's the same fucking, oh man, I, I'm struggling with this food. Right, cool, let's bring it down a wee touch aye, for, for a, a couple aye. of days. Aye. Just kind of resensitise you to the whatever it is that you're doing. Workout program's probably one of the biggest ones, though. It's time to change up the phase. Time to focus on something else for a wee while. And when you come back to that, like, let's say you're a bodybuilder and you're trying to get into bodybuilding, um, you come to that off-season bit, it's the last time, the last thing you're thinking about is all that prep work that you're doing. That's why you're not doing your cardio, why you're doing all this sort of stuff. It's, a, it's a change of season, and it's smart to focus on something else for, for that because yep. it'll make you better going into that into that season again. But yeah, I think most people's deals, it probably comes down to, it's always the training for me, I'm finding. Mm-hmm. They're always bored with what it is they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's because they're doing, they think the bench press is the only thing that's going to get them a bigger chest. Aye. And there's plenty of other movements to it. So focusing on, what, I, I remember always getting asked the question, how do you get bigger arms? Like, oh, what's the best arm to build your uh, biceps? I remember saying to the wee guy in gym 24, and I was like, what are you doing? So like straight bar curls and uh, hammer cable hammer curls I was like do anything else what do you mean I was like well how long you been doing it for he's like since I came here and I was like well about a year and a half he's like always doing an arm day aye I was like we could get get into this so much but either drop your arm day add it into another part of your workout or change up the the exercise that you're doing in that arm day I was like tell you what do fucking supinated pull ups he's like what do you mean I was like pull ups is one of the best exercises build your arms he's like how I was like, well, think about it. A loaded compound movement. The better you get at that, things are growing. Aye, everything's growing. Aye, things are growing. Everything. And it, I always think it's always to do with the stimulus before. I definitely want to play about where I want to get someone, maybe someone listening to this and you've got an arm day. See, on your arm day, put three sets of squats in, right? doesn't need to be heavy. Five reps, just put a big <coughs> movement in there, then hit your arms. Because I'll never forget the day where I hit a PR on my bench. And this was me stupid. We were talking about stupid PRs back. This was Bale in the gym. Fucking, let's see what he can bench. And I was doing it anyway. And I was like, fuck it. So I went for a PR. Now, luckily enough, I'm You're mobile right. guy and all this sort of stuff. Uh, but I was doing heavy squats before that. And I play a lot of that PR because of those heavy squats. Because I couldn't hit that number again. Aye. I fired up, man. My CNS was good to go. And I was, I'd just done four sets of squats before it. Aye. So, but I think there's something to big compound movements before any. See, any no matter how you how strong you are, see if you're not feeling it, they squats on the moving. Do you get me? Right? So if you're going into a gym, you're doing a wee mini workout and then you're doing your bicep curls. Oh, this is hard. Oh, this is so hard. Right? You don't even have any mindset to lift the bicep curls. No, you don't. Do you know what I mean? You're like, oh, this is really hard. 
You go up to a squat bar, you're feeling the same way you're doing the bicep curls. Oh, you fucker, man. What the fuck? I remember. Oh, what's his name? Oh, it's one of... Was it Mike Thurston? No, no, it wasn't him. One of, one of the top influencer guys back in the day, and I'll never forget him saying, see when I'm not feeling up for the gym, doesn't matter what day I'm doing, I start with squats. I see, did, when yeah. I, see when I finish squats, oof, man, I'm feeling whatever it is that I'm in there to do. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I remember hearing that and going, you know what, I probably should start squatting. And I think that was one of the first bits of content that pivoted my view of, fuck it, I need to start squatting and that. And, and it's no, it is honestly one of the best exercises you can do. I agree. It's, you're right, like there's a different, I'll do, always do my arm days when I can't be arsed, right? I don't have an arm day in my programme, but sometimes I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to fart about. And I do arms, because there is a lesser intensity and it feels good to be a bit of stimulus, a wee bit of blood in there. Does that one arm day blow my arms up? No. No, it's all the rest of my programming when it's in my big compound days, I think, I honestly believe that. Aye. So you don't uh, have arms and your arms have grew since we started this podcast. I know, I know. It's fucking mad, isn't it? So my pal, he's doing Jeff Nippard's plan, and uh, there's a fifth option there. I'm like, what is it? Arms, I'm like, aye. Ross uh, Harold sent me his plan. Did he? I've seen it. Aye. That man goes into so much detail in his programs. Does he? Aye. Which is good. It's it is good, but it's a lot. I'm like, man, these are. If my but again, again, his his demographic would probably be. No, if, if my pal can do it, then anybody can do it because. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I sent him the last thing I was on. He's like, I don't know how to work this. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know how to work this? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I just don't understand what an RPE 7 is. I'm like, mate, I thought you'd done power, a powerlifting plan before. He's like, I have. I'm like, well, what the fuck was it in then? Aye. Do you know what I mean? And he's like, I don't get it. And he, uh, So if you're saying it goes into detail, then I don't know how... No, it does. It goes like what RPE is. It goes what a drop set is. It's like, it's My hey, pal's obviously just went... Fuck that well, bit. This, well, this is a good point. This is about a 60 page do- document. And I was like, right, where's the fucking work it plan? So a lot of that's people what skip he's done. That that's exactly what he's done. 100%. But in fairness, it's, it's a very well detailed plan. But I think somebody at his level, it's, it's all done on PDF. And I think with tools like um, our apps and that we use, they're the best. Yeah, uh, you're, no, you're not beating the tools. You're not. You, you're not. Because um, you can program RPEs and all that in it if you want. Write it in with your, your workout days. Exactly. Exactly. So, I, and I said that, I was like, mm, I think I can make as much as as big as he is. It's a wee bit uh, arrogant, but I look at I looked at his programme and I was like, I think I can make it make a better work. I think Scott's dead listening to you yeah. He, if I get uh, arrogant, aye. I'm the best. See, but do you know Scott and deadlift? You are beneath me. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I know, right? This is like, you can take this if you want, don't give a fuck. See when you're squatting deadlifting in, in the gym and then you're walking to go and like, do something else. Like, did, you see my vid- did you see my video yesterday? Eh... Uh, did you see it? It was a. There was a woman. She was talking about what you are. Oh, I did, I did, I did. did. What you? So that was there was more than that. But I was watching like ha 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 ha. I was like, bastard. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was going to go a few squat, and I thought she was going to leave it there. And then she's like, "How many dates do you get?" I'm like, "Very true." But at the same time, seeing you're lifting that in the gym, especially in a commercial gym, people are looking at you going, "Hmm, he is strong." Because nobody does that in the kind of gyms. They don't 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 understand that. Or it's few and far between. Very few and far between, mate. And see, the thing is, it's fucking hard. It is hard, but you know what? It makes you feel amazing. Yeah, it like, does. It's it, empowering. It, it, it severely Super empowers empowering. you. Compared does. to, I, I, I generally think it empowers you way more than other. That's where the arrogance comes from, mate. But I think it does, though. It does. I think it empowers you way more than other styles of lifting. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, That's cool. why Finlay and that still squat, still deadlift. Mm. Do you know what I mean? St- I don't know how you benches, I think you just dumbbells. But there's a reason why they still do that. It's because it's fucking so empowering. It gets you fired up way more than any other lift will. Aye, absolutely, absolutely. 
Right, let's wrap things up there. Right. So, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. We hope you have a great week. Make sure you follow us on social media so you can find me on Instagram. You can find me at Roger. Uh, it's alright mate Just fucking hell man you, you <laughs> <laughs> So you can find me on Instagram At Coach Crosser Now over to you at Roger Pat. <laughs> And if you are not already Subscribed to the YouTube channel Make sure you head over And do that If you're listening on Apple Podcasts Spotify Leave us a review It helps us massively And that is the best way You can s- support the show For completely free Yep we've got so, Appreciate it majorly So until next time Have a nice one